The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The winter weather can wreak havoc on your skin unless you're looking after it properly. So to get some advice, we're joined by Professor Katrina Ryan, consultant dermatologist at the Institute of Dermatologists. Katrina, good morning. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm very well. Now, the, the winter comes and we are washed with nice, soft rain. So are we not being moisturised by nature? Unfortunately, we are being moisturised by the rain. That's usually just our hair. Um, no, what happens during the winter, and I often say to my patients, particularly those who have um, dry skin or eczema and, and, and even conditions like psoriasis, um, the clock goes back and yeah. the moisturiser needs to be put on more. So there's, it's a combination of a few things. Um, our central heating goes on and that really, not just in your house, you know, everywhere. So that really um, dries out the skin. It desiccates the skin and, and robs it of its, mo- of its moisture. Um, and then the dry coldness outside, the elements, you know, that cold um, weather outside um, also makes your skin drier. So it is a time you really have to um, use a moisturiser um, more, especially if you suffer from dry skin. And actually, especially as you age as well, there's certain areas in your skin, um, you know, particularly lower legs, um, sometimes the back and the and the, the lower arms that become much drier. You lose some of the fat ca- content of the outer layer of your skin as you get older, from, your, from about your 40s on. So using moisturisers that have fats in them can really help. Okay, and is that, uh, if you don't do it, does that lead to itching, you know, dry skin and itchy skin? It, it, it can. Now, I say all this and I don't put any moisturiser on my skin because my skin isn't particularly dry. So, I mean, use it if, if, you, if you need to. If you're, if you're getting dry skin or your skin is getting a little bit itchy, um, you know, take out the moisturiser and it's much, it, it, it's, it, it's needed much, much more in the, in the winter months. Now, often I've heard it said that in the winter you need still to put on sunscreen and I ask myself, why? You too, would you know what I'm like, Pat? I am the biggest advocate of um, sunscreen. There is still um, appreciable UV um, light there, um, and even when you're, you know, driving your car in and out of work, if it's in, if you know, if, if the street lights aren't on, you're still getting UV damage. Um, another time that you're particularly getting it um, is when you're skiing. Now, I know skiing season hasn't really kicked off yet, but so important to use um, a good sunblock um, during during um, when you're skiing. Well, you're getting light from every angle, aren't you? From snow and, and, and glaciers and, and the sun. Yeah, so it's reflect. you're getting it on, on its way down and you're getting it, as you say, when it reflects back off the snow and you're much higher up as well. Um, and your lips are really important. We see lots of skin cancers on lips from chronic um, sun damage, especially in farmers or fishermen or golfers so don't forget your lips mm. you know now, a lot of farmers would say I've been out in the open air all my life and look at me I'm perfect rarely rarely, rarely. And, and I'll tell you that you know my patients with the most um you know, you know the, the the most skin cancers and precancerous damage that are coming back. You know, every year to freeze them all over for their for their little precancers are, are typically farmers or outdoor workers, um, and they may be great at putting on their sunblock on the sunny days, but they're few and far between. So it's it's the doing it every day on the on the exposed areas. I don't mean all over your body, but just the places you don't have clothes. Clothes are always the best sunblock, by the way. But you know, if you can do your your face, ears, lips, neck, hands. You know, it does make a big difference, especially we're living so much longer now. So the burden of skin cancer has become much bigger yeah. in older people. Is it particularly true of Irish people who might have fair skin? Because there are some people who go out in the sun and they'll 
you know, brown before your eyes. Yeah, I mean, that it's hugely true. A skin type one and two are very, very prone, prone to skin cancer. So it's a huge problem in Ireland just because of our um, our genetics here. Um, and yes, um, if you've so, so skin of colour, much less likely to have um, skin I've cancer. I've often wondered right. why we uh, tend to have type one and type two skin by and large. But if you go further north to Scandinavia, many of them have sallow skin. Yeah, it is. It is unusual, and the reason we are we we have that the skin that we have is because of the invaders from the north from years ago. So, um, yeah, it is true. It's it's very interesting the ancestry of it mm. all. Now, it is World Psoriasis Day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, that's to remind people if they need reminding of the condition. So, what is it? So psoriasis um, is very common. Two percent of um, two to three percent of our population have it, um, and it typically causes red, scaly um, patches, um, elbows, knees, scalp, um, between the buttocks. Um, but it can um, it can be quite severe in some people. Up to up to ninety percent of their body um, involved. So I think it's very important if you can control it with topicals um, to be referred on. The other huge thing um, is that up to a third of patients develop joint disease with it, um, and that's something that we we really are trying to push awareness about. So it could be years after you, you get your little bit of psoriasis that you start to get those grumbling pains in your hands, your hips, your back, um, with with swelling often and. and Difficulty in the morning, typically, um, doing things. It takes a while to get okay, going. So, so this is some arthritic uh, effect of psoriasis. Um, therefore, it suggests that psoriasis is an autoimmune condition. Is it, it? Oh, it is. It is. It's, it's definitely an inflammatory condition and it affects much more than just the skin. We know it affects the joints, the heart, the liver. It's a systemic disease, but really, really important to pick that up. And actually, there's a great study. I talked about it before, um, being run by UCD. Um, looking at this, trying to work out who those patients who are going to go on and, and develop joint disease are. It's free to the, um, it's, it's free to enrol. It's online. HPOS, HPOS, so HPOS study being run by um, Professor Oliver Fitzgerald and Professor Steve Pennington in UCD. So it's a great thing to sign up to. You get feedback every six months as to whether your symptoms may be suggestive of psoriatic now, arthritis. If you there's have a rare enough skin condition called EB or epidermolysis bullosa. Um, well how many people have that? So it, 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 it is rare, Pat, but um, so about, about 300 people in Ireland have it. It's rare, but it's devastating. Um, so I won't go into the science of it because I, I bore everyone with that, but it's a genetic condition and it means the skin is incredibly fragile. So it blisters and, um, and, and um, cuts on, on any sort of friction in, in the severe cases. Um, and some people have up to 80% of their body covered in, in, in just cuts and eroded skin um, and blisters. Um, hugely, hugely debilitating for patients. And, and um, the treatment? Unfortunately, there's treatments that we're hoping will come down the line, especially genetic treatments. But really, right now, for those severe patients, it's bandaging. It's bandaging to stop the risk of infection. And um, there's a de- decreased life expectancy with it. Um, with some patients dying in their early years, um, you know, as as a child, and 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 others, you know, in their twenties, thirties. Um, can cause huge um, depression. About two thirds of the patients who have it have depression. So you know this this week is an EB awareness week, um, and um, Deborah, which is an amazing patient advocacy um, group, um, are appealing now for for extra. Um, funding for the bandaging in particular. The bandaging is really, really yeah. expensive, Pat, because if because their skin is so fragile, 
if you have if you have any adhesive or you know sticky stuff on the bandage, it pulls the skin off. <sighs> Everything will take the skin off um, these poor patients. So it's it's funding these bandaging and, and hopefully mm. um, psychology services for these patients. A report from the University of Limerick has found that uh, the cost to families of someone with EB is a hundred and thirty thousand a year. It, it, well, it, it's a, it's the cost, not necessarily to the family, but for, for the care of the patient. Yeah. Um, and the issue is if you're if you're somebody who doesn't have a medical card, these bandages are so expensive. So I think that's really what the, what the call to action here is um, to actually to, to help fund um, bandaging, nursing care, and psychological support. It is a, a devastating disease, it really, really is, and devastating for for the families. Now, some of the questions coming in: Does lipstick prevent damage to the lips? So lipstick can be very helpful, especially um, certain lipsticks nowadays, if they have moisturisers, inbuilt moisturisers in them. And some of them have SPFs. There's a great Irish group um, uh, sculpted by Amy. She has um, she has sunblock in her lipstick, okay. which I thought was brilliant, you know, especially for when people are on holidays and, and, and that sort of thing. But moist, uh, lipsticks can be helpful, especially if they have moisturisers and hyaluronic acid in them. Uh, can you ask Katrina why my skin always feels tight and dry by the end of the day, no matter what products I use? I'm dreading the winter wreaking further havoc on my skin. I, I think this this um, patient is just isn't using enough moisturizer. Most likely, now obviously I'd have to see the patient, but it's really important when that your your cleansers and your soaps are cream based, so nothing astringent, no detergents, and then look for. Um, words like ceramides or lipids um, or hyaluronic acid in your in your moisturisers. Lots that you can get off the shelf in the pharmacies and they don't need to be expensive, but it's all about trying to repair that skin barrier that's okay. impaired in people who have drier skin. Or and it might now. mean applying moisturiser a couple of times a day Absolutely. rather than just in the morning before you go out to work. Um, and after the shower is a great time. So if you can get your moisturiser on within two minutes of towel drying, you lock in the moisture so much better at that point. So that's a great time to do it. Nail pitting, can this be psoriasis? In nearly always is psoriasis, actually. There is another condition, alopecia areata, that can sometimes cause it. But nail um, pitting is typically indicative of, psoria- of psoriasis. And those patients have a slightly higher risk of developing the joint disease. So that patient should just should definitely sign up for the study yeah. at UCD. Another one, uh, as someone who has psoriasis for 40 years, if a person can't control the stress in their lives, they will have continuous outbreaks. That's from Sean. Stress causing an outbreak of psoriasis. So absolutely. So in in, in, in a big proportion of patients with psoriasis, stress in, you know can trigger flares. It doesn't cause the disease, but um, you know when you see peaks in the disease, um, I have certain patients that have been clear for for ages. They arrive in, they're covered in psoriasis. They're going through a divorce or somebody died. You know, you know, yeah, there's a life stress there. Yeah. Uh, can you ask your skin expert? Are salt rooms good for the skin? That's from Catherine. So salt rooms can be drying to the skin. I think it's very important how people really enjoy them. It's just important you can do all what of are these they? things. I've never been in so a salt it, room. It's just um, uh, you know humidified salty air. Um, so it, it's just using your moisturizer when you come out of these um, any of these treatments. Um, What's it supposed to do for you, salt room? Um, it, it's it's to purify the skin. You know, there, there's. Mm. Yeah, take a walk by the sea with with their skin. (laughs) The things that people do. Um, Can your guest recommend a good winter barrier cream for winter sports? I get terrible dry skin on my face from cycling and running in the winter. Well, the most important thing I want that 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 um, listener to do is make sure they're using a sunblock every day. Um, but there's lots of really good, um, and I think this is again trying to get lipids into it, um, into the skin. So. 
uh, I love the skin ingredients, fats. It's got it's got lots of ceramides in it. CeraVe, Cetaphil, Eucerin, everything that says ceramides on 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 the on the front of it. Pestle and mortar have have nice ones too. There's so much. All you're looking for is that word ceramides and hyaluronic acid. It doesn't have to be expensive, Pat. People waste a fortune on 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 skincare products, and often. They're just paying for the package. And the same stuff. Uh, and uh, the skin expert asked her the name of the study again, please. That's the UCD study. So that's HPOS. H-P-O-S. If you, if you Google that HPOS study, you'll see and you'll, you'll come onto the site. And it's great. And it's very easy to sign up. Um, there's nothing else involved. Professor Katrina Rand, consultant dermatologist at the Institute of Dermatologists. Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.